For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. It is January 26, 2019. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast, NXT TakeOver Phoenix, Arizona. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Geary as we break down the latest NXT TakeOver. Oh, what a night. Two title changes happened tonight. Um, ended with, spoiler alert, DIY. Back together, question mark? Each standing on the ramp holding their respective championships. And a whole lot of stuff happened in between. Overall... Guys, do you think we're at the point now where even having a really solid takeover like this has uh, become so normal that it's just not quite as impressive as it once was? This this was very, very middle of the road, and they can't afford to have middle of the road pay-per-views. They're supposed to be that alternative brand that always... Okay, yes, it's a hard task to outdo WWE pay-per-views. It is. All right, but they've done it for years. They've got to get bigger stars down there. Yeah, they need something. Well, the perhaps considered by many one of the biggest stars in NXT, Velveteen Dream, yes. not on the card tonight. Adam Cole not on the card tonight. Velveteen Dream, though, they cut to him coming in, uh, chauffeured car with two women on his arm, and then showed yeah. him in the audience twice. That's normally the the sort of glamour spot they give the hot signee to NXT. They give it to someone who's on the roster tonight but wasn't even on the card. Very, very interesting. It is, uh, I think, the case of... Uh, you know, they've got it. It's grading on a curve at this point. We expect magic every time. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though it was it was damn good, it's still, I don't know, just it was lacking that little bit of oomph to, uh, you know, it feels uh, how I've been feeling this past month on this whole food plant-based diet. No matter how good the food is, man, when you're not eating salt, you just miss that little bit of salt on it, that little bit of seasoning. And I feel that it just didn't have that pop the way that it normally does. Yeah, and to kind of to Matt's point, like, so I, I thought this was, this is one of those things where I thought it was the worst takeover in a while, but it was really good, <laughs> you know? Like, the, the matches were still really good. I thought uh, right. Johnny Gargano and, and Ricochet was the match of the night. I thought it was awesome, except for, I still can't, I don't like when they kick out of stuff that looks like it could really kill you. Uh, <laughs> you know, because it just makes the move look fake. That Because then, anyway, we'll get to that. But um, to, to Matt's point about the star power, I feel like Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano have been in NXT for so long that they don't feel as big as stars almost as they used to. I mean, you know what I mean? Like they feel kind of, it just feels dated. Uh, you the know, problem. you had Adam Cole not on the card. You had, you know, uh, Matt Riddle kind of doing the same thing with Cassius Ono. Uh, I, I just feel like it, the guys that, are, that were in the main matches outside of Ricochet, just, it, it feel a little stale. Nope. We lost Matt for Sorry. a second. Sorry. No, it's right okay. Here. I'm right here. I'm right here. Um, I never really, I'll be honest, I'm going to get heat for this, but Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, I never thought that they were headline acts to begin with. They have match of the night. They have match of the year. <laughs> they have series and feud of the year, in my opinion. But I can't see either one of those two. Do you know what I mean? Like I right. did Joe, like I did Nakamura, like I did uh, yeah. Ken, Kevin Owens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, they're sealing it. 
Their yes. ceiling is NXT. I don't think Ciampa and Gargano are ever getting called up. And uh, it's interesting. It reminds me almost with bands. Like you ever get into a band and what makes the band great is that it's not the type of band that could sell out an arena or have millions of fans. Um, you know, it's like it's it's you like it because it's yours. And I feel like for wrestling nerds, which which we are, uh, Gargano and Ciampa are those type of performers. But I just don't see mm -hmm. them call, getting called up to the main roster. So I don't know. Maybe DIY does reform after this. They have to find a way to keep it interesting because these guys have been the anchors of NXT um, and staying there while uh, the rest have gotten called up or moved on to bigger and better things. Yeah. Uh, Ciampa, you know, I, I think he's done such a great job. But yeah. you know, to, to Matt's point, uh, Nakamura and, and the guys that preceded him, Finn Balor, those were all guys that just seemed like Finn superstars, you know. And uh, yep. Ciampa seems like a hardworking guy. He's doing, you know, he's doing a great job being, a, you know, being a yes. heel. But eh, you, don't, you don't feel that larger than life element with him like you have with with previous guys and let me just point out this my friends into the fans at home is the difference of why you can't always have guys on the roster that are that are going to give you five star matches you have to have stars kenny, yeah what, what makes kenny omega a little bit different in my opinion you get that star quality out of him mm -hmm. a little bit besides the five star work rate see what i'm saying AJ too, you know AJ. This is going to sound oh. weird, but before he grew the beard and grew out his hair, what? he didn't have that superstar look, right? Like he looks more like a star after he grew it out and changed his appearance a little. I um, hated it. I hated it. <laughs> no, I know what you mean, but he stands out now. Whereas before, he looked kind of like just okay, he another guy. He now he looks like uh, you know Billy Ray Cyrus of professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it works. No, it's good. I mean, Tommaso Ciampa, without looking, guys, I, I know the answer is, how old do you think Tommaso Ciampa is? 37. Oh, low, Raj. Uh, that's, yeah, I, I would probably guess around there. No, 33 years old. I had a group of people watching TakeOver with me. They were wow. all guessing, like, late 40s, early 50s. Because like, his he beard, has... he's got all that gray in there. Yeah, it looks like he's lived a hard life. Um, <laughs> I think him and Gargano <laughs> made the story left to tell. Yeah, yeah, don't I don't step know, on man. Your own pops. You don't get pops very often. Don't step on them. Yeah. Sorry. Here, I, I just hope for I hope for these guys. A lot of these guys. A lot of these smaller guys coming in, because you know how Vince thinks and and w what the limit is for him. Like you mm -hmm. know, Johnny Gargano is probably a two hundred five live guy, and that's worse in my opinion than NXT. So, yes, it is. I'd rather be on NXT. Absolutely. So um, hopefully, you know, when they they're moving to Fox, hopefully NXT can get a TV deal on FS1 or something, and they start making that more of a viable brand as opposed to where you go before you're called up. Because there's so many guys that do well there, and there's, you know, I think there's a lot of uh, potential. I don't think it's going to be uh, competing with Raw and SmackDown in terms of viewers, but it could probably do, you know, seven, 800,000 viewers per week if on a station like FS1, that's really good. Yeah. Uh, so tonight opening up, I, I have to say this. I know we have lumped War Raiders in in the past. It's the guys who looked like 80s mid-card jobbers. The War Raiders entrance tonight, surrounded by guys uh, looked like something out of Braveheart. All these guys with shields and spears and coming to the ring with them. The War Raiders looked cool in the Undisputed Era. looked like a couple guys, you know, just sort of rolled in for post-CrossFit. Okay. Uh, you know, not I'm not being a jerk and I'm not body shaming. OK, but let me ask an honest question. Did they still look on? Did they look unfat? 
I mean, they looked, let me, oh, I'll, I'll give them an upgrade. You know, let's let's go up uh, and use the the nice colloquial term from our youth. They looked they looked husky, rather which than I'm fat. usually a fan of. Like for instance, you know, I'm usually a fan of the different body styles. I am, but for them to be killers, I automatically get them in my head going to be the next what was the last nxt team who actually had some muscle behind them um they were undefeated for like a year ascension thank you ascension like that guy had a pretty decent physique and they still drowned those guys yeah yeah and i think you know hansen he looks like killian dane and uh exactly like him i thought i thought when i thought sarah logan married killian dane i didn't realize sarah logan married one of the war raiders (laughs) yeah I mean, and you see how they're being used. I mean, they're a good team. I mean, they're good in the ring. They are. But yeah. they don't stand out. I mean, they look like, you know, they they look a lot like Heavy Machinery, uh, Sanity, uh, you know, not Eric Young, but uh, Wolf and, and Killian Dane. And um, I don't know. Well, this match night with the Undisputed Era, I thought they definitely looked like stars. Um Match was about what twenty minutes. Uh, they it was very competitive, and they got the pin. Uh, they did the fallout. Uh, Roe and Hanson doing that together to get the pin and won the titles. I thought that for the War Raiders, hey, this is the peak so far. I don't know if they go up from here or if uh, they they slowly descend, but this is I think uh, the high point of their careers thus far. And that entrance was a great way to open the show. I think that's what was. was lacking. We didn't have big, a lot of big entrances tonight. This wasn't that superstar feeling we had of NXT takeovers of the past. I think there should have been more of that. Sure. Bianca Belair had a really good entrance, but I think they need to do more stuff. Sell me on the fact these guys are stars. Especially more, Glenn, especially more without the name brand talent. They need to do that more. We need yeah. way more smoke and mirrors for these guys than they've ever needed before. Yeah, yeah. And they need to be doing it, not not doing it. Yeah. yeah, and a quick, a quick correction. And a lot of people are pointing this out. Nikki Cross is married to Killian Dane, and Sarah Logan's married to. That's to right. Mo. Yes, I thought it was the other way around. Who cares? How about that? But you know, given how much they look alike, I'm sure those guys could go to a different house one night, no. and maybe in dim lighting. No. You know, no. no, it could pass. It's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, back in the '80s, that sort of behavior would have been acceptable for comedy, at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that. Uh, this tonight was a good kickoff to the show. It had the biggest feel to it of any match on the night. And I think that's yeah. really important. I mean, I think so. I think More uh, than North American. I think because you mean because of the entrance, because of the entrance, I felt yeah. like it felt more like a big deal. Okay. Than the other ones did. Yeah. I don't know what you can do for an entrance for a lot of those other guys. Like uh, with Johnny Gargano, you know, have I don't need a bunch of people with one eye, shade. you know, one eye shut. Raj, I don't need one for Ricochet. Yeah, you don't need one. I mean, he could do something cool like come from the rafters or something what, like that. Sin Cara? No. <laughs> but Actually, remember, Ricochet you know when Shawn Michaels people. propelled in at, uh, what was that, WrestleMania 12? Something oh, like yeah. that. Once. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't think you should do that at a takeover, do that at WrestleMania. But they don't yeah. give a lot of these guys special entrances at WrestleMania either. It's like Triple <laughs> H and Caker, and that's kind of it. They cut Pyro. Yo, yeah, Pyro helps you get over. I, I can't believe they cut Pyro. Yeah, I think just with the how I mean, their stage basically is like a giant screen now, so they feel yeah. like they don't need it. But I, I, I prefer the Pyro. Like Less screens, more Pyro than I liked it. Than a bunch of screens all over the place. It looks like a freaking video game. 
Yep. Well, you know, speaking of which, maybe your life is missing some pyro. Maybe your life, you're having a little trouble getting over. Maybe your time in the bedroom is having trouble feeling. You're, you're lacking that big fight feel that you once had. Back in the day, when you were good to go, you could just, faster than you could yell out Bree mode, you'd be like, bam, it's go time, baby. Now you can get that back. You can get back that vigor of your youth, increase your performance, and get that extra confidence in bed with our sponsor, Blue Chew. BlueChew.com. Yeah. Blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA active approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You know this is stuff that works. It's no herbal crap. No, oh, it's like that. No, this is the real deal, baby. This is science. Science helping your schwanz, as it should be. And you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever that opportunity arises. And the most important part, this is not just for guys with dysfunction. It's for any guy no. who wants that extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Matt, you've talked about this before, not only using Blue Chew, but talked about the theory, like when you're working out, when you're weightlifting, you want that extra blood flow. And man, if you want to be good to go, <clears throat> blood flow where it counts, guys. That's Seriously. what you're lacking as you get older. Hashtag bonerific. Yes. <laughs> We've all tried it. You've heard us all divulge yeah. far too many details yeah. of our personal lives. We have said, it's wow, legit. our partners have said, wow, it is something extra. Yeah, very legit. I, very legit. This stuff works so well that I, I, I save it for very special occasions because it's, uh, it, uh, very performance enhancing. I guess so. Um, yeah, you don't give away the big fight on free TV, guys. No, no, don't, you don't. Do, if you're, yeah, just regular night, and it's you know I don't need it, but uh, I, I save it up. It's good stuff. I, I've used it a few times and it's def it definitely works. <laughs> well, and what I love about this, so we've got a deal. Bluetooth prescribed online. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. No in-person's doctor visit. No waiting in the pharmacy. Best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA. And since they prepare and ship direct, it's actually cheaper than a pharmacy, cheaper than going through your insurance. And here's an awesome deal for our listeners. Go to bluetooth.com. Get your first shipment free when you use our promo code WINC. Just pay $5 shipping. That's promo code W-I-N-C, and you're going to get a free sample of Blue Chew, but here's what's cool about it. They're not going to send you one pill. You're going to free sample, I think it's like four or five pills, and uh, you're going to get a chance to really try this out, really see how it enhances your sex life, enhances your ability to go. That's B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code W-I-N-C. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster, stronger choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast, sponsoring this whole Royal Rumble weekend uh, tomorrow night. Sponsoring our coverage of Monday Night Raw as well. So we'll be talking Ooh. more. Look forward to those Blue Chew ads tomorrow on Monday. But uh, thank you so much for supporting them, for supporting all our sponsors. Remember, when you support our sponsors like Blue Chew, you're helping making this podcast possible. BlueChew.com, promo code W-I-N-C. Try it free and uh, tell them Wrestling Inc. sent you. Uh, and so, if, you're, yes. if you have a podcast, don't take a Blue Chew in the middle of it. <laughs> it can lead to a very uncomfortable situation. Wait till the end. Well, only uncomfortable for your co-hosts, you know? <laughs> you know, I mean, more uncomfortable for you guys than for it me. It was. It was. Yes. A little bit. <laughs> I, I, got it, I got it right here. Not tonight. Maybe later this weekend. You know? And we'll te tease this for uh, the Rumble or for Monday Night Raw. But uh, Bluetooth.com, promo code W-I-N-C. You mean What's threaten that? us, not tease us. Threaten us, you mean. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm teasing the audience, Matt. And your poor wife. And your poor wife. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, second match tonight was matt riddle versus cassius ono we've seen this before yes i'm i'm just i'm bothered on so many levels with this he's um, still feel he's still figuring this out guys 
I get that. I get that. But even the the merchandise, original King of Bros. You know, or original uh, bro. Where it's just like, really, dude? Come on. There's no, no creativity put in that, no. Yeah, Jeff Spicoli is the original bro. Show some respect. Oh, that's your heat with it? My heat with it is easy. Well, and it's, it ignores the idea. I mean, Zack Ryder um, on the indies, Brosif Joe Brody. How many guys have done the Mojo oh, Raleigh? Oh, my God. For years. Robbie yeah. Ease should have been number one, by the way. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, for Matt Riddle to try and act like this bro thing is some original novel concept is insulting to those of us that follow the world of sports entertainment. Yeah. I think I think Riddle is great in the ring, but that character, man, it just doesn't seem scream main eventer. Yeah, but he can develop. Well, you know, like you said, he's figuring it ask, out. Let me ask you guys a quick question. Yeah. Why does he have to be a main eventer, though? I mean, we'd like it to happen, but sorry, we'd like for that to happen, but what, like, why can't he be a good maid character? Uh, he could be, but uh, I just look at someone like him who's got he's got the size, the legit background, legit UFC fighter. Uh, he's got charisma. Uh, so, you know, I think he's kind of uh, the, the full, you know, the, to the except for his promos, except for his promos. His the promos promo. haven't been that great, but I, th I think figure that out because he's still figuring the character. He's still figuring the character out that Dave gave him. That's yeah. hard to do, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, and Rob Van Dam did it. He did a similar kind of kind of deal. Dude, they killed him. I was just watching recent stuff on YouTube um, around 04, and RVD cut these backstage promos, and I'm going, oh, my God. What the <laughs> hell? Like, they, they, were, they would try to write like it was for freaking Donatello from freaking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was brutal. <laughs> Rob, Rob talks like a stoner, but he's cool when he talks. Right. They found a way at times to make Rob not cool. Yeah. There was a while that when he first came in and when he first won the WWE yes. Championship, he was, I thought well, he was doing awesome. What about, okay, what about the Alliance angle? Because that's actually what I was watching. I think that was a little earlier than 04. But I was watching that when he was in the Alliance angle and like Stone Cold was getting jealous of him every other week and crap like that. And, <laughs> I kind of uh, forget that. It's pretty good stuff, actually. Stone Cold's <laughs> hilarious. Stone Cold's the man. Um, so this tonight, and I think with Cassius Ono, I mean, we talked about it before. We're not one to body shame anyone, but I think that his gear is not working for his physique. Yeah, that's a that's a tough thing. That's a tough call because you say that, and then you look at like Samoa Joe. Where I'm sorry, I don't ever think Joe's overweight when I watch him work. Never. Yeah, but look at Joe's shorts compared to Cassius in those tight little trunks. Yeah, you know, yeah, Joe. That's why Joe's wearing the shorts. Something's not fat shaming, but there'd be a lot of there'd be a lot of gut hanging over those those. Uh, yeah, you're right. Tights. But I have, guys, I've got a feeling there's something medical there. I don't know. Oh, there is. Oh, and it's not. This isn't about his body. It's about and we've the talked gear. about this before. The, the even gear. with Nia Jax, you got to the dress gear. to complement the body you have. Yes, and I used. I'll give you an example. They made me stop wearing pants. I wear his MC Hammer pants in OBW, like because big guys <laughs> always wear long pants. We got skinny legs, you know. I was like Kevin Nash 2.0, but without the top you know huh. what i mean that's where i bit my pants from him but made mine silver and black instead of black and silver pretty original but <laughs> instead of looking like a seven foot empty hammer vince told me to take him off and put trunks on it. i'm like i'm being ribbed i got no legs i can't pull this off you know and so again i'm trying to accentuate my strengths and hide my weaknesses but they make you do things like that don't do that sometimes now, I, I think Cassius Ono is a super talented guy. Um, Absolutely. He's, he's got the thyroid issue, which has caused the, the... Oh, he actually does have an issue? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. I didn't but uh, do, do you guys... I mean, honestly, it's clear he's not going to be on the main roster. 
You Why know? is it clear? They said that. I mean, it's been years. I think. I think he's he's in he's NXT so, or he's going to go. You know, teach or you know, be a trainer at the performance. I, center. I don't understand it, guys. He's good. Yeah, I mean, so much of it is just figuring out the right gear so you don't. Yeah, I mean, he looks like he could totally do a JBL like type of shtick. Not JBL, the rich one. You know what I mean? The millionaire. But you know, big lariat throwing. You know what I mean? Like, but with his kicks. Um, man, just think know. of all the guys in the pet Bam Bam Bigelow, the big boss <laughs> man. You know, like they have Make these. Yeah. He's I mean, for enough. Christ's sakes, when they put you know Eric Young uh, in a potato sack, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> They could do something. I don't think he should be in a potato sack. <laughs> no, actually, but if his gear was like Luke Harper's, if he had on, uh, coincidentally, the, the 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 tank, the white tank top, uh, and a pair of jeans, I mm. think he would look a lot better in that than he does. <laughs> and he did, did wrestle uh, something similar to that on the indies in one of his gimmicks. Um, I don't know. I think yeah. they could just do something a bit better with it. But yeah, I think those you know uh, bikini briefs, those trunks are just not flattering. And with the knee pads and the you know the gear he has, it just doesn't. It's it's distracting almost, and I think it's a shame because look, Chris Hero I think is one of the all time great uh, indie wrestler workers, and I think it's great he made his way back to NXT. I think he has not tapped into his full potential yet. I think he's got a lot of gas left in the tank, but I feel like this is the case where the ring gear is holding him back because it just doesn't make him look cool and like the powerhouse that I, th I believe he should be. Here's the thing, when he, really quick. I'm sorry, Raj. Really okay. quick, I, I'm a huge. Me and him are huge like college basketball fans. He loves Duke. Um, so I always liked his gear because he plays, a, he, he makes it a play off of other NBA teams and things like that. I always thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. And yeah. also now that they're allowing guys to have their original names, does Cassius Ono work for anyone? Go back to calling him Chris Hero. Chris Hero. That's a, a big way to help him out. And, uh, yes, it would. 2015, he wrestled 17 matches in one night and wrestled for over three three hours for charity, uh, which is just insane when you think about that. Uh, he is me? one of the great wrestlers of this generation. And I couldn't do that in a month. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's unfortunate. <laughs> I, I feel like remember, um, and I only know this because uh, you know I've, I've dated many women that watched it. It's like that show, What Not to Wear that was on TLC where they would have somebody come in and do an intervention for you on your clothes and just be like, okay, get rid of this, get rid of this. Someone needs to do that with Cassius Ono and just go in and give him a makeover. And I think he needs to dress to accentuate his physique rather than what he's doing currently. Bel Air, Bel Air would be pretty funny. Doing yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> Someone go through his closet, throw out some stuff. I think it would uh, greatly, greatly help his perception because he's getting punked out in this feud with Riddle. Riddle's beat him every time yeah. now. And um, I think that it's just he needs a bit of a makeover. And, and Riddle should have. I mean, he's the guy that they're pushing. He's on the rise. Um, yes. So it, it makes sense that he did beat, you know, Cassius. But I, I agree with you. I'd like to see, you know, I think we've mentioned this in the past. Like, you know, if you have a new Wyatt family and, you know, they're doing nothing with Bray. Um, you tomorrow know, night, I think Bray's get, coming get, back tomorrow. Sorry. It's an easy gimmick to jam some guys in, right? And it gets yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't have to be a three person stable. You could have four, mm -hmm. five, have Bo Dallas in there. I would dig uh, that. Yeah. Uh, well, he won. And what's funny about this, Ono tapped out when Riddle was just unloading on him, not even putting him in a, in a submission move. We haven't seen that in a 
I can't remember the last time we saw that. I like that tapping from strikes. Yes. Uh, you see that in MMA. You never see that in wrestling. So I like that it was different. And uh, I, re- I really dug that. Remind me of Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell when uh, mm-hmm. Tito tapped from strikes. More, more. It's it's it's, it's vicious, man, and, and just badass, right? You know, yeah. To tap out from that. Yeah. But uh, um, plus the KO name, by the way, to your point, Raj, we already have a KO. Like, why yeah. did not change it? Yeah. Seriously. And and that was the whole reason he came up with that name, Cassiusono, was for the KO bit. And yeah, like you said, Matt, we already have it. It worked too. That's what. Mm, yeah. Sorry. Um. Hopefully, gonna... Matt Riddle, they move him up to the main event. Uh, you know, there's something new for the next takeover. Uh, you know, in April. Um. I, I mean, that, like that's where I guess yet. it'd go. I, I, I hope like they don't do yet. something with Gargano and Ciampa, but. See, we'll I don't see. think he's ready. Who would you put them? I don't know. That's the problem. Yeah. They have, like, Russ, they don't have a bevy of choices. To choose. Which is crazy because they have so many guys right now. Like, you know, so many. Uh... Who, who do they have that's not on the show that's really good, though? Oh, no, EC3 got called out. Yeah, Velveteen and Adam Cole were the big glaring omissions tonight. But I'm telling you, next title shot is going to be Ricochet mm-hmm. since he lost the North American title tonight. Cool. I think it's got to be Ricochet next going for Fine. the NXT championship. He deserves. Are you kidding me? That dude is must see. Everyone overuses that phrase because of Miz, but he's must see. Oh, and WrestleMania weekend. Oh my God, that's the time he's to gonna do it. Go off, watch. Yeah, that is the most natural uh, next step. So after that, we saw Velveteen Dream uh, coming out of the SUV with a uh, girl on each yep. arm. They went into the arena. They hyped the Worlds Collide tournament. Did you Aaron see the Sanson. random guy in the background too? Like, no, I didn't notice there was, that. He had his shirt open. I don't. I don't know who that was. You but, like um, him? <laughs> I, I, it looked like a wrestler, but I couldn't tell who it was. I didn't mean it that way. I was just joking. Um, <laughs> we don't know who it is? No. Uh, and after that, we had the North American title match, Johnny, Ga- Johnny Gargano versus Ricochet. This was different for Ricochet. This wasn't the usual spot fest. Um, this is he, good. He needs this development. This is great for him. Yeah. It was a little less flashy as far as the match went, but a little more technical that uh, I, spoke to Gargano's strength. I, because I'm a fan of him, want to see him with no weaknesses, no holes, so nobody can hold him back. There's no excuses. He's not a flip-flop flyer. I don't want to hear that crap. He can do it all. Yeah. And this was good. I mean, this was a different match for him. Um, he lost. Gargano won clean. Which I hate. <laughs> I thought Ciampa was going to help Gargano in this. I, I don't. He should not be losing, dude. I'm sorry. If, if he has to go against him and he can't win, then don't book it. Yeah. But I think it's because he's going to move up, up and on to bigger and better things like the I main don't. NXT championship. Okay. I'll take that. Hold yeah. on once. Um, so, uh, okay. Sorry, What's up, on. Raj? So after uh, after TakeOver was over, um, they kind of did a, a, a little goodbye thing. Uh, Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole, Aleister Black, and yeah! Ricochet were all kind of did this thing on the ramp. So, um, what they already were they in a seg? Were they in a closing dark segment together? Maybe were they jumped? I don't know. Fought somebody. They were standing on the top of the stage. Let me see here. No, no. So it looked like Adam Cole was approaching Aleister Black, Velveteen Dream, Ricochet, and uh, Velveteen Dream. That's it. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. I guess it wasn't a goodbye. All right. Yeah, looks like they just did uh, an angle. Thanks for coming out, everyone. All right. All right. Never mind. 
just an angle with Adam Cole and, and Aleister Black. Uh, Although send the fans home happy. Yeah. Tomorrow night, guys, how much would you pop if Dream came out in the Rumble? And that was his call. I would love it. Yeah. One can hope. Um, He's going to get a massive pop. That's oh, why. huge, huge. Um, so tonight, Sam Roberts on the pre-show said something really stupid and got a lot of heat for it. What did he say? I uh, was talking about Bianca Belair versus Shayna Baszler. <clears throat> and he said, Bianca Belair, she's not really takeover worthy. You know, this is the type of match that should just be a throwaway on weekly NXT TV. You look at Sasha Banks, Bailey, Charlotte Flair, Oscar, uh, okay. uh, all the previous champions that come before uh, Bianca Belair, not in their league. Is he okay? Time out. Is he a heel? Was he acting as a heel? Um, but it was to? weird. I, I mean, I guess not really. Yeah, I mean, then yeah, that's a personal shot he's taking then. But yeah, because he was I, talking about I, how like Johnny Gargano, who's a heel, shouldn't you know loses, and so he he won an award for a match that he lost. And okay, but what's the heat that. here? Who, who Raj? What's the heat though? I don't understand. Well, he's he's ragging on Bianca Bel- Belair for not being ready, and it's like whoa. so. Well, but you're selling the match. The point of the pre-show, remember the pre-show they give away for free. The point of the pre-show is to get you to pay to sign up for the network to watch the main show. I apologize. I thought you were setting that up like you said something racist or something that was sexist or... Sorry. No, but it was just kind of weird, though. When's the last time somebody going to a championship oh, it's match? Horrible. Oh, it's yeah, horrible. you should be doing that. Obviously, it's, <laughs> it's like it's like Vince ripping Finn before yeah. <laughs> the week before he's getting a title shot. But you're, oh. you're right; that shouldn't be happening. His job is to get people over and sell them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just weird to be like, since day one, regardless of whether she was "quote unquote" ready. She's got star. I mean, she has oozes charisma and star power, right? And, I think and, and the people you mentioned, Sasha and Bailey, when they got their title shots, you could have said the same thing. She's comparing them to people that are on the main roster, and NXT <clears> is supposed to be to build people, you know. So supposed it, to be. I'll bet you he didn't even watch those matches live. By the way, yeah. Like when the, when, when those girls were on the rise, the on the ascension. Yeah, you right. Know what I mean, I guarantee you, he didn't see that. I bet you he saw Flair versus Natty. And like the su- the superficial matches, you know what I mean? Right, like the- with the women. Yeah, go back and watch Paige versus Summer Rae. Right, you know. <laughs> That's probably yeah. Really oh man, all that old stuff's on the network now. Finally, for a while, like the first two years of NXT wasn't on the network. So uh, obviously, so obviously, she's not at their level, but she can easily yeah. get in there. Deserves to be she's on the awesome. card, though. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how you build. Pe- that's what NXT should be. There's so many people in NXT that should be on the main roster. Adam Cole, yes. Ricochet. Yes. Um, you know, again, Gargano and Ciampa Black. in the ring for sure, but I just don't see Alistair them being Black. useful. Alistair Black, Velveteen Dream. Well, maybe Velveteen Dream is he's young, so all that extra experience is only going to help him. But that, you know, there's just so many guys. He's going to be a huge one. Though. Well, and Shayna Baszler, oh, she looks like someone that could kick anyone's ass, uh, all three of us like included. Her. But she I doesn't. Like I don't. She doesn't have charisma. I don't like her promos. No. no. I'd like um, Ronda Rousey having her character though. That kind of I don't give a crap. I'm gonna beat the hell out of you. Character, I think would work so well for Ronda Rousey. We'll we'll talk about this a little bit later when we talk about Rousey, but um if she's just another, you know, Rousey is just kind of another girl now in WWE. And where's Shane's Shane's character? It's funny because a lot of people don't find it believable, even though she really is, a, you know, a former strike force and UFC fighter. Um, yep, you're right. There is just something, you know, one thing that I think hurts her is when she starts talking smack with that mouthpiece in her mouth. Yes. <laughs> it's like, 
if you're talking smack, don't have a mouthpiece in your mouth. It's like when Cesaro, you know, was doing it when he had that retainer or that mouth guard or whatever. It, you just can't sound tough. You got to take that out. Anyway. No, it's true. Um, what do you think about having Shafir and Duke interfere tonight to help her retain? Again, we don't know them. <laughs> I keep saying their name so I remember. Because <laughs> I, if, if I don't say it each time, I'm going to forget. It's giving them something. It's getting them involved. Uh, it's way too soon for them. I mean, they both just wrestled their first matches like last fall. Um, but, you know, it's getting them in in, in the loop. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, tonight, I mean, Bianca had the pin when uh, the ref was in the corner. Um, spot of the night or one of the spots of the night, definitely top three, I thought, was Bianca whipping Shayna with her hair and then Shayna having that cut, having that mark. I don't know yeah. if that was gimmicked or what, but man, you want to yes. sell that whip is deadly. Like that was cool. Um, yeah, Cause that's one of those things that always looks so silly when she does the hair whip. Right. But then you see it actually like leave a mark and it's like, all right, maybe there's something to it. Well, and it was, Matt, what do you think was, about this? I'm sorry. It was different, right? Yeah. Very, very cool. I thought. Absolutely. But Matt, what do you think about this? So Shayna is supposed to be this powerhouse with an awesome submission and Bianca got out of it once, almost got out of it twice before finally passing out. You know, if you're choking okay. somebody out with Joe, Joe, this so is, no one, no one stands up when Joe's doing the coquina clutch twice. Uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's like, you know, Austin and Bret Hart, yeah. right? Like he had that sharpshooter on Austin for, you know, forever. You before have, he finally. You have to be able to do that. They can't be like it can't be un unpenetrable, undefendable. It's cool at first, and she's had a year run where that thing was untouched, like unbreakable. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So when you start to get somebody else over, like this other baby face that like this other baby face are trying to get over, it helps her, it makes her look more legit, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, I liked it. I thought it told a good story. It protected <clears throat> Bianca. I mean, you know, uh, Shayna needed the outside interference, but Bianca still looked like you know. Uh, they could do a return match and, and she's still viable. It didn't look like it, it took her down at all. So mm-hmm. I, I like the finish. Um, I think Bianca has all the makings of a superstar. Um, Big time. Uh, yeah. Of all the women on that, that roster right now, outside of Tony storm, I, I I've think always, Bianca I've, physically speaking, I've always thought that from the first day I saw her, I swear to God, she screams megastar the way she looks. Yeah. Yeah. More so, I think Bianca Belair has more charisma and star potential. I'm trying to think of the last NXT Women's Champion that was even close. I think she's got more than Ember. Um, I think more than Asuka, because Asuka wasn't so much charismatic. Um, Maybe Bailey? Yeah, Bailey or Sasha. Not not more than Flair. Yeah, yes. Flair, Sasha, and Bailey are all, you know. But probably since them, I put Bianca up there with charisma. Just pure charisma. Yeah. Yeah. Charisma, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Uh, she's still got a long ways to go in this business. With Shayna, though, I mean, what's the ceiling on Shayna? Does Shayna get called up to the main roster? I think Shayna is starting to seem more and more like a female version of Ciampa. Like, this is as good as it's going to get for her. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah. I mean, she hasn't been there that long. And uh, she's Rhonda's buddy. She's going to get a good push when she gets, uh, you know, moved to the main roster. And she's but improved in the ring a lot. Absolutely, but on the main roster though, and like, how I don't think they're I gonna... agree. Like Shayna, Matt, to your point, she doesn't she just doesn't do it for me. It's funny because she is a legit badass, right? But she comes across as someone playing badass. It's kind of like Haku. You remember everyone always talking about how Haku is the baddest 
MF outside of the ring. You right. hear any wrestler from the 80s or 90s. They'd say Haku is one of those killers. But on TV, you just never, as much as they push it, you, as a fan, you didn't buy it. It just didn't come across as TV, even though legitimately he was. At WCW, I did as Ming. When Ming, yeah. That, that was the best, I thought, that they did with him. But, but you, 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 to your point, though, you, yeah, you're right. There's real badass and there's perceived badass. And, and Shayna just is missing something that makes me think like she really could destroy everyone. Well, I think they're doing Ronda. I yeah, mean, they don't. I don't think they had a book that way anymore. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, except Ronda's, they do with Brock. Yeah, but that's the problem. Think, Ronda's not trying to be Brock. Ronda's trying to be Cena. And, and plus, I would argue Brock is booking himself half the damn time. <laughs> yeah. You think he's going? He hasn't been in there, and they're like, "Oh, you need to go put over." And he's like, "F that, nope, sorry." <laughs> uh, and then the main event for the NXT title, we got uh, Alistair Black versus Tommaso Ciampa. And this was very good, but okay. Champa is the king of these knockdown, drag out, go on forever matches where both men are trying to destroy each other. And by that standard, this paled so much in comparison to his match with matches with Gargano. Um, mm. This had none of the emotion, none of those just raw brutality spots, like with the knee brace across the face. Um, lots of kicking out of finishes here. Uh, this was good, but again, this was very paint by numbers, solid NXT match. And I think that it felt a little less special to close the show with this. <clears throat> I do not think this was better than the two matches that preceded it. Shayna and uh, Bianca or Johnny versus Ricochet. I felt like this was a bit of a come down from those matches. Wow. You thought the girls match was better, huh? I, th that hair spot was cool, man. And the emotion yeah. of Bianca getting out of that, that chokehold you know, to get out of it uh, the first yeah. time and seemed like the second time with this one. I mean, Raj, let me ask you this. Were you, or I mean, either of you were either of you in emotionally invested in who was going to win. I would have been just as happy if black no. would have won or Chompa would have won. No, I wasn't. Yeah. I think there's a, there's this thing with black where he's, it's a cool character, but you don't really care about him winning the title. It's no. almost like, uh, I don't know. Um, Maybe Undertaker, where it's you just want to see him, but you don't really care if they're champion or not. Because I don't know. Because they're an attraction. Yeah, and I wouldn't say Black is like an attraction like Undertaker, but there's just no. something about his character where you're not like emotionally invested in him winning the title. Uh, kind of real quick, a little breaking news: Jack Swagger just won his MMA debut. Uh, he he beat uh, what's this guy's name? Um, but he won it in 30 seconds. So, oh wow! Uh, by a submission, so. Uh, impressive. That's you know, Bellator yeah. man. They they book him against a guy he can beat. That's how, how you do how, it. How fast was it? It was under thirty seconds. I'm waiting for them to wow. announce the time. Good job, Swagger. Yeah, good wow. for him, man. And our truth, our truth. That is uh, entrance. Nice. No way. <laughs> yeah, he did a rap for his man. Swagger is looking freaking ripped too think so he's got abs here like he never had abs in wwe yeah um but i'll tell you so this main event this is where it felt placeholder is the moment for me where i got the little goosebumps <coughs> at the end was after the match after champa retained he was out on the ramp and then gargano came out with his title champa raised his title and they gave each other a meaningful look it was like oh we actually might be getting this 360 closure on DIY as a storyline, whether they uh, face each other champion versus champion or come back together in an alliance or even as a team. Okay. 
I just don't care anymore. I'm just done with them as a feud, uh, together. Maybe let them skip a takeover. (laughs) Just one. (laughs) Just, I don't know. I'm just not, the interest is, and I felt like this, this takeover had the least buzz of uh, any I can remember. By far, by far. Yeah. Has Gargano now, if you look at the math, and how many takeovers Gargano has been on, has he been on more of the takeovers in existence than not? Like, have we reached that tipping point where he's been on <laughs> 60% plus of all takeovers to ever happen? Some in the chat room, I'm sure, could figure it out. Yeah. But he definitely holds the record. But it feels like, yeah, give these guys a break, maybe. WrestleMania weekend. Well, unless Ciampa loses the title before that, that's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So all in all, a very solid takeover, but uh, not to me. Yeah. It reminds me, remember Takeover Two? Takeover Brooklyn uh two, the second one? <laughs> that that had the same problem. Like, that was good. It just wasn't as good as the first takeover Brooklyn. Like it was What are you talking about? Like, no way. I thought this was like Brooklyn was pretty damn good. No, takeover the first takeover Brooklyn is perhaps the best takeover that was of Sasha all time. And Bailey, right? The Iron yeah. yeah. But the second takeover Brooklyn was Bailey versus Asuka and just kind of a lot of NXT finding itself sort of matches. Um, but, but what I'm saying is that this felt like sort of probably the to Roger's point, this is probably the weakest takeover uh to date, perhaps. But it was Whoa. but it was good. It was not it was boring. Um, so Joe Swagger cut a promo. Obviously, I can't hear what he was saying. Uh, so if anyone in the chat can, if there was anything newsworthy, please let us know. But afterwards, he put the hand over the heart and yelled, "We the people!" So he's embracing his WWE. <laughs> oh boy, he needs that Poulter awesome. out with him next time. Yeah, Matt, yeah. that would be like if you, yeah. Matt, that'd be like if you kept the stutter. If you're like, people expect this from me. <laughs> Oh, I think it was so money. I tried. I got cease and desist out the yin game for trying. <laughs> so you know what's crazy? Jack Swagger, Jake Hager uh, is yep. his real name. He's saying that WWE didn't trademark Jack Swagger, so he's going after that name. Wow. That doesn't sound like WWE. So. No, it does not. Huh. Yeah. That is very interesting. He's a former world heavyweight champion. You can't take that away from him. He can say that now in his title. Right. Because now you can Google search Jack Swagger and you're like, oh, yep, he was a former champion. Yeah. Jack, you know, Jake Hager, a little bit more, you know, maybe two more pages worth of searching. Right. That's <laughs> true. Uh, man, whoever thought Jack Swagger news would upstage a takeover. Um, <laughs> Not me. Yeah. You know what it's like? It's like you live in you live in the worst mansion on the block. It's still a mansion. It's just not as nice as the right. other mansion. <laughs> yeah, it was a good. It was a good event. Yeah. It wasn't. It was like I said. Sadly, this the takeovers have gotten so freaking. Uh, the the standards have gotten so high that a good one is just not good. You know, it, it's not as good in comparison. But awesome, awesome show. Still, uh, uh, good show. It's not awesome. Guys, you're gonna hate me, but my letter is a D plus. <laughs> Damn. I didn't, nothing. No star power. Great does great matches, but hello, NXT from top to bottom has always delivered with mega, like really well worked matches. Guys, we got to stop giving them credit for these great, just for great matches only, and not the whole package. Yeah, the whole package is they need to do things. Outside the box with the stars they have right now, either co- not coddle, but either cater to their weaknesses by giving them all that sizzle, all that flair, 
they're the stake. Their work rate is the stake, right? Okay, then work on their looks, work on their entrances, work on their what they're wearing. You've got to add more sizzle to these guys. So, Matt, just to be clear, you mean a, a D plus as far as other takeovers go? Because there have been some shitty raws that you've given like C minuses and C pluses. <laughs> yes, yes, and NXT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree with you, Matt. There were no, there was no like. Let me guess, NXT Mark's head imploded. Oh no! No, a lot of people are agreeing. A lot of people in the chat are agreeing with you. It wasn't what it's supposed to be. That thing's supposed to be its own brand, and we all like yeah. it better. I felt like if, with all the talent that they've signed, not introducing anyone, there was nothing really newsworthy coming out. Um, no, they recycled their own talent for that portion. Yeah. And even the title changes, I, Gargano beating Ricochet is the should most nor- noteworthy one. But deal. that should be a big deal. And it doesn't feel like it is. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's like buying the cheapest Tesla. Technically, yes, you own a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just not all the bells and whistles. Um, yeah, we'll see. Next takeover, Romania weekend is going to be hard to mess that up. Um, the Model this Three. Yeah. <laughs> what? The Tesla, that's the Model 3, is the, uh, oh, sorry. the cheap one. But. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're gonna. it's got to rebound from this. I know they're yeah. rebuilding a little bit. They just lost a bunch of talent to the main roster. Yes, they did. But, fair, man. And most and of the talent that they lost weren't really featured that much. <laughs> EC3, you know, had the one match with Velveteen Dream. Uh, Lacey Evans, I don't think, was ever on a takeover, right? I don't think so. She and Heavy Machinery. Yeah, Heavy Machinery. Yeah, we're, you know. Whatever. And Lars was the big one, and he hasn't, uh, you know, he's MIA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, tomorrow night's the Royal Rumble. This could uh, impact it, no, uh, no pun intended. Let's talk about the departures that Impact Wrestling just happened. Do Ooh. you think, uh, who left? It was Abyss, and who else, Rush? Abyss, Sanjay Dutt, and Matt Seidel. And so Abyss and Sanjay Dutt basically had been with TNA in one form or another, you know. Especially of- Abyss. Abyss has never left. Yeah. I mean, his I, he had that first match in like blue trunks and long hair and clean shaven. I think he was just Joe Parks, but uh, he's been there since the beginning. No, something and, justice. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's been there forever. Uh, yeah. Sanjay Dutt, you know, turned down WWE in the past, uh, you know, a WWE job uh, for Impact. So. What was the reasoning, though? Because with Impact, I want to make it clear to everybody listening, no disrespect to that company, but when they make releases, it's generally not because the talent's not doing well or they're not over or they don't have anything creative for them. They might say it, but that ain't the truth. It always comes down to money. So trust you me, when they if they're getting, if Abyss is leaving, it's for a very good reason. It ain't because he ain't. You know what I mean? When guys get released, it's usually in, in a negative connotation. Yeah, so um, I think what this was was wwe is looking to fill a bunch of backstage positions and Come so they're on. they're they're not they're not becoming rest they're not going to wrestle they're uh they both were hired for behind the scenes roles Who? and uh both abyss and and sanjay dutt already yeah yeah they're heading to wwe time out you just got done saying they got released and they left impact when last week oh, they left really impact for jobs with wwe Okay, they're they contracted talent. Uh, Sanjay Dutt thank was, you. but they let him out of his contract so he could take this offer with WWE. Sure. So, and Matt Seidel, his contract expired on January 1st. 
according to Dave Meltzer, he's got offers from AEW and WWE already. Uh, he's wow. injured. He's going to go into surgery next week. So, um, yeah, it's a good time to be a, a free agent. AEW, they signed Jungle Boy, who's, uh, you know, really uh, he's got a ton of potential, but it's very young. It's not probably not ready yet, but he's got a ton of potential. Where the, great. Where the hell was this crap when I was wrestling? <laughs> right. No, no kidding. It's all about timing. It's all about timing, guys. Yeah. No, absolutely. Man. Good for Abyss. I'm so happy for him that he gets to actually say he worked for WWE finally. Yeah, he might not have wrestled, but who cares? Yeah, I think Tommy Dreamer was trying to get him into WWE a lot, like oh, 10 was, years ago to, to do something I with The Undertaker. Even earlier. I was a developmental at the time. I remember it. Yeah. So he turned down like working with The Undertaker to stay with eight. And granted, we've seen DDP again. feud with The Undertaker and, and, and what it did for him. Abyss, but, uh, Abyss was my roommate when I was when I went overseas. And we always used to never hear the alarm because he snores. That's making me more tired than I normally would be and not hearing the alarm. So we were late for the bus a few times because of good old Abby. And <laughs> when a part of staying with each other, you know, we talk to each other, obviously, in the room. And he was telling me, he had two really big opportunities to go back to WWE. You know, there was one back when I was in OVW back in 2003, 2002, 2003. And then again, I want to say 08, 09, maybe something like that versus Taker. Yeah. So smart man too, by the way, you guys, he's very smart. He put so many matches together when he wasn't even considered an agent. Yeah. My, My angle, my angle versus him. I owe it all to him. He put all of that together for us. Yeah. So Sanjay Dutt had been doing a ton of backstage duties with Impact. He was handling payroll, yep. uh, doing creative, uh, just tons of stuff. Abyss, you know, has been working as an agent. Uh, so, And was the company. As much as people think it's Joe, AJ, Daniels, Kaz, Rude, Storm, Abyss is number one. Yeah, he was just inducted in the Hall of Fame, the Impact Hall of Fame, uh, this past October so. Um, we'll see, man. Impact. Uh, so Tommy Dreamer and uh, gosh, who else is uh, someone else is stepping in? Uh, da, 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 da. uh let me look it up real quick. But, yeah. um, we'll see who, yeah, it's Tom, it's Tommy Dreamer and Conan. Uh, oh. we'll be taking over creative duties. So that's uh, <laughs> that's that. I was listening huh. to Booker T's podcast the other day, and I hate to give him cheap plugs, but. And he just died laughing, going, is Tommy Dreamer and Raven still frigging wrestling? I'm clicking through the channels, and I'll be damned. There's Tommy Dreamer and Raven again. It was so funny the way he said it. <laughs> yeah, well, if they can go, I guess. Yeah. They're very good. I'll give them that. But we all, we all had a certain age, guys. If I'm cool being retired at 42, you all need to be picking the same thing, maybe. <laughs> no, because their fucking their legacies are insane. I, I always hate to see athletes that have legacies like that continue to go. Right. Do you know what I mean? I don't like seeing that, man. I hate to say this, but they are continuing to go, but no one's seeing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. hopefully it doesn't hurt it. Rick Flair, like I felt bad when he continued to go and he, you know, he's like in TNA, like getting know. spanked, getting his pants pulled down, spanked by James Storm. Uh, I got to pin Ric Flair. Who many people can say that? That's awesome, man. I, I, I forgot you got a, a victory over Ric Flair. 
Dude, I ain't too proud to say I'm Mark. Huge. Right when we locked up, and he was he flew he threw himself off of me. Yeah. Um, and he's just so good. Oh my god. But the the the, the fabled Ric Flair stories that you hear that he puts blades in his finger, like on his fingertips, and he tapes them, and I give him a backdrop on the outside of the ring because he's nuts. And um, he sliced my back right down the middle because he had to push off, you know. Jeez. But it's a cool story that I have to tell my kid about one day. It's the greatest old time, man. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. One of my buddies in uh, in my high school yearbook wrote he wrote something about like you know one day we'll tell our kids that we're gonna watch our kids watch Ric Flair wrestle, and it wasn't that <laughs> far off with my daughter, my first daughter <laughs> born. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, so Ronda Rousey, what's going on with her future? All right. So, <laughs> so we had reported back in like June that Ronda Rousey was signed to a multi-year deal with WWE, right. but she's been talking nonstop about wanting to start a family. I mean, she's been saying it. So anyway, right. in the last observer, um, Dave Meltzer reported that she's basically <laughs> finishing up with the company now that what after WrestleMania, but it, so it came out. Really? So if you look at how it was worded, it's easy for someone to read what Dave wrote and assume that it meant that she's done with the company, done. that it was a one-year deal, and that she's done. Uh, right. And that's not the case. It's a multi-year deal, but she, it looks like yeah, she's going to be off. finishing creative. Yeah, taking time off, finishing creatively, and then probably be used as a kind of a special attraction type of thing, like a, maybe like oh, Brock or she won't come back to wrestling after giving birth. Who knows? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that's up to her what she decides. Um, I know but, what it did to me. I know that, that day in the delivery room, I was done with wrestling. I swear to God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, who knows? But yeah, it does look like her her time with as a full time performer is probably ending wow. in the next couple of months. So, way to um, go at WWE. <laughs> and he, here's we're, the we're thing. We're going to talk about this. If that's all we saw from her, Raj, we're going to talk about that. Years. Dude, here's the thing. And this is, you know, people get on my Wonder. case about when I say like Br- Ronda should have been here. dominant. Same here. I get lit up on it. Yeah. But if she, by having her be like everyone else and, oh, it's great that she sells. Who, who gives a F it, if she sells? Make her special. And, um, and so <laughs> this past Monday, so – Monday on Raw, the the show opened with like 2.8 million viewers. By the time the main event hit, with Ronda and uh, Ronda and, and what was it Natalia against Sasha, Sasha and Bailey, they had their biggest first to third hour drop in the history of the show. Like it was only 2.1 million viewers, so they dropped you know almost 700,000 viewers over those three hours. The biggest drop ever, and Ronda Rousey who. Everything she did in the UFC drew broke records. She drew huge numbers. Uh, was in that. I match, blame. So. I blame them, man. I hate to keep crapping on creative like that. I don't like doing it, honestly. But come on, that ain't her fault. Yeah, absolutely. They turned her into just you know. It was my comment about humanizing her. They turned her into just another female wrestler, and it's weird because it's on the raw side. Because SmackDown, they've done a great job with Becky. They've done really well with Charlotte over the last several months. BG man, that dude's a he's he's. I would love to work with him. Yeah, as so, yeah, writer, as writing on her stuff. Because has Becky been pinned once since <clears throat> SummerSlam when she started getting her her push? Not. Um, did she lose in a tag? 
I don't think she's been in a tag. And that's one of the things I, I credit them with is that she's outside of with John Cena. um, They don't just clump her with all the women like doing just, you know, random stuff. And she's just buddies with them one week for some random reason. Like they did Rhonda. I think Rhonda has been booked like crap. She's not, she's less of a star. She is now, now than she she was a year ago. I hate to say it, but that's true. Remember what a big deal it was when she came out at after the Royal Rumble last year. Oh my God, I lost my bleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, people, everyone lost their minds, and yeah, she's just she's just another wrestler, a big, uh, you know, one of the top wrestlers, but just another wrestler, not a not a super uh, special attraction. So, anyway, uh, looks like she, uh, she'll be done after WrestleMania or Backlash as a full time regular character. Wow. So, do they put Becky over or Charlotte over? Well, they got to get to Mania, I thought, no? Yeah, well, I mean, it'll be at Mania. At Mania. Oh. Who wins? It's got to be back. I think so. Someone's asking, Matt, someone's asking you how the weather in Phoenix is. (laughs) Phoenix? That's where the Royal Rumble is. (laughs) Ah, Nothing gets past me, folks. See how well okay, he sold I, that? See how well I he sold that? Even tease it right, folks. You see why I ain't working? Takeover tonight was called Takeover <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> folks, you see why I'm, I ain't working no more? <laughs> um, Glenn, to your point, I hope it's a one on one with Becky. I don't want a triple threat. I think it's going to be a bigger no, deal if it's one on one. It's going to be Becky. It's going to be Becky. Yeah. yeah, I think regardless, if they do a triple threat, regardless, it's going to be Becky coming out on top. But I think mm-hmm. having that one-on-one pin as opposed to Becky pinning Ronda in a triple threat match, or worse, pinning Charlotte to win the Ooh. title. Um, we don't need to see that. Yeah, we don't need to see that. We've, we've seen it. Yeah, that's been done. But it I seems like what one-on-one. they do, because then they'll think they're protecting Ronda, and Ronda could come back and say she was never pinned. But why protect Ronda if she's No, leaving? it's mania. We got it now. I know. We got the, yeah, we got the build right here, right now. Yeah, yeah. This is when you do it, dude. Some people are. <laughs> someone's predicting that Becky wins the men's Royal Rumble. Wow. Yeah, like we would dig that. I think all the internet marks would dig that, yeah, would. but uh, the mainstream would, would uh, just. Oh, it'll, I think it'd be stupid. Heads but. will explode. Becky throwing look. It's one thing if all the men were her size, and then she's throwing them out or something. I but, think Becky, you could take Seth Rollins in a fight. I think hell no. Time out. Why wait? Time out. It's a throwing over the top. Why can't Becky simply duck and low bridge the top rope when somebody charges her? Anybody can do that. Now, who do, who, do, that who does that help? Oh, well, yeah. Okay. We're not talking about that. I thought <laughs> physically, how could they happen? I thought you were asking. No, 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 no. I mean, you could do it, but you know, you could just have her do the whole flip thing. But I, I just think it, that would just make everyone look weak. Um, can we can we talk how I'm running a one hundred point five degree temperature at the moment right now, guys? And sick as a dog and still doing this. Jesus. Wow. Well, just throwing that out there. <laughs> feel better. One, uh, one more thing, um, yeah. real quick. Uh, Matt, you are returning to the ring as well. Oh. You're sick and you're returning to the ring. <laughs> that I am, folks. I am. March 16th in Longwood at our brand new multi-million dollar Ryder Park. Um, nice. This place is badass. It's got an amphitheater. Um, it's going to have, um, let's see, bounce houses, vendors, local restaurants. Everyone's going to be contributing because, guys, it's not just a wrestling show um, for the hell of it. We're putting together a wrestling show where we're not charging uh, any uh, cover. It's going to be free admission to everybody. It's family friendly. And the hook here 
is we're asking for suggestive donations. Any money you donate towards this, 100% of it goes to my local high school here, Lyman High School's football team, getting their very much needed anti-concussion helmets that they don't have. And I promised I might help them out one day, and I'm trying to, this is how I'm trying to do it. Please, guys, many of you live in the Orlando area that follow us on here and listen to this. Please come out and support it, you guys. I, I really would appreciate it a lot. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Who are you wrestling? Oh, and one more Still thing. Uh, Roman Reigns is playing. Movie. Yeah, he's playing The Rock's brother in the new oh, cool. uh, Fast and Furious spinoff movie. They just announced it yesterday, which has got people talking. It looks but, cool. Well, not just that, but he looks oh. very healthy. He looks good. Yeah. And he's got people speculating if he might be in the Rumble this Sunday. He could probably get away with doing it for sure, but I'm sure there's long-term consequences at the moment. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Unless his treatments you, are done, it's not no. Has he had treatments? Has he even had them yet? I think so. I, well, I, you know, leukemia, there's different kinds, <clears throat> and there's like some that aren't so serious and right. some that are very serious. And Well, his sounded serious. Well, though he beat it the first time, and he was back playing college, you know, football not that long <clears throat> after from when he was diagnosed. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's speculation at best, but um, it, the the timing of releasing that image and everything is definitely something that's uh, that's kind of interesting. I mean, maybe if they think it's really that weak right now, going into Mania, that they need him. I mean, if he's, I mean, if he's physically able, if you know, yeah, he took uh, the time off for the treatments and it, it's it's back in remission or gone or whatever. I I, I can't. You know, claim we don't know what kind of leukemia he had. He never disclosed that. Um, and so, Moon, I mean, it's I doubt it, but there is always that possibility. It's the know. Rumble. Anything can happen. It's the Rumble, and it would be. Could you imagine if his music hit in the Rumble? Oh, I lose it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it'd be cool. very different than his other reactions in the past. Yes. And then the conspiracy theorists are going to start up. This was all Vince's plan. All right. It was all the work. He ain't coming back, guys. Yeah. I think this soon would be a push. Aaron Pico. Have you guys been following Aaron Pico in Bellator? He just got knocked the F out. No. Quick. All right. He's he's this uh, phenom. But uh, Well, since Raj is busy watching TV while we're trying to podcast here for (laughs) – uh do we want to take this home raj no i'm sorry uh okay anyway um (laughs) yes we do tomorrow night raj just narrates everything he's watching on sunday night television in real time (laughs) all right yeah let's take this home yeah um cool big big night one of the biggest nights of the year funnest pay-per-view of the year outside of wrestlemania you guys got three more action-packed nights with us you guys we got tomorrow We've got Monday Night Raw. We've got SmackDown coming up. Some big, big things usually happen at this pay-per-view. Fingers crossed that it does. And if it doesn't, you can bet your sweet asses I'm going to tear it apart. Yep. Don't <laughs> miss quick. it tomorrow night. Yeah, somebody's reminding me about The Undertaker. Right now, he's not figured into the top plans at WrestleMania. That Hall could of change. Hall that of Fame, baby. Change. It's the year. He, he could be the Hall of Fame inductee. Um it doesn't seem like it's the rock right now. I, I, and then who else is there? So undertaker makes sense. So if he's not figured into a top match, that's, that's what I would think. Yeah. Undertaker in the that's hall of fame. You don't care. That's horrible. That's horrible. I mean, Oh, him getting in the hall of fame. Yeah. Badass. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, cool. I'd rather see him in the Hall of Fame than in another match. Definitely that. <laughs> yep. No. Very cool. deserved. Matt, anything you want to plug before we wrap this up? Again, again, guys, help me out. Come to the show. Old Man Morgan's coming out of retirement. It's going to be March 16th in Longwood. It's called the Ryder Park Rumble. See what I did there? Um, and come on out. Bring your whole families, guys, please. Cool, everyone. Uh, I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can follow me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. I'll be live tweeting the Royal Rumble tomorrow night. Uh, stay tuned to Wrestling Inc. for all the latest news, scoops, and gossip in advance of the Rumble tomorrow. And we'll see you back here tomorrow right when the Rumble goes off the air. Have a great night, everyone, and take care. Bye, guys.